We've got Alan Bunting online now to uh, to talk to us. Blackfern Sevens coach Alan Bunting. Thanks for joining us, Alan. Good morning. Uh, yeah, good morning. What have you found as as the most effective strategies in your coaching of the Blackfern Sevens? Uh, probably knowing your players and, and you know the coach athlete relationship is is vital. You know, especially um, having that trust. If you, you know, you get the trust, you'll always get the physical. So that's that's probably the key. The trust doesn't come straight away, though, does it? You just—I'm sure you just didn't front up on day one and 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 get that trust from your uh, from your players. How do you build it? Yeah, I think it's time and um, time and actions. It's not about words. Time and actions. And I've, I've been in an environment now for close to ten years, or a bit more than ten years, I think now, and as assistant coach, net so it's about really knowing your athletes and um, actions over time, and then you get, get trust. You, of course, were involved before your your time. And as you say, it's it's been significant now with the Blackfern Sevens. You're involved in, in what, skills coach for the All Black Sevens. You were uh, part of the Wellington Lions Sevens uh, coaching staff for a while. Um, have you noticed or what I've what have been the major differences you've noticed in, in coaching elite women compared to coaching elite men? <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, I think there are a couple of differences, but at the end of the day, it, it, it's the same thing, trust. Um with the probably with the females, they'll, they'll always want to know um, why and what they're doing exactly. Whereas males will sort of jump in there and, and get it done without sort of thinking about it so much, and, and they love the competition with the players. So that's uh, I think there is a little bit of difference there, but it goes back to the same same thing. You know, though coaching sevens, you want to put them in a hole where it's really tough and and it's you know they they're struggling so for for them to do that but do that and know there's a purpose behind it and know that the person that's doing it um is doing it to help them and not hurt them because they are hurting is um important and that that comes back to the same thing trust what about when you have to make a make a point or or be critical of a player um which I'm sure happens i mean it's not all you know, it's not all uh, happy times and and uh, you know sunshine all the time. How do you how do you make uh, or how do you give criticism to a player without it sort of going too far and becoming seen as something which is which is a negative piece of feedback? Yeah, it's difficult. Well, we have you know how many contracted players and we can only take so many every week, so or so many every tournament. So there's always players that don't go that are striving to go and really close to going. So. It's about, um, I think it's about a comp- contribution of the player and the coaches, um, how we are going. And as long as they're aligned and focused on their work on, it's usually those conversations, oh, I, I sort of know what I need to work on. Or I know that that player's better than me. Those are the better ones, but there's always going to be tougher ones. <clears throat> it's just about being honest and, and then really aligned and making sure that, um, you know, that the key work-ons are the things that they can work on. They've got that support around them when they are back home. They're not away. Um, and so, yeah, it's just about being really aligned with your coaching staff and the players, and then and it goes back to that trust. Would you consider yourself to be a tough coach? Would people use that word to describe you if you if we asked some of your players, some of those who know you, Alan? Would you be would you would you be a tough coach? Uh, the, the point, uh, it sort of depends on what how you define tough. I I don't think tough tough for me means um, just telling a player you're going to miss out a player that. It means their heart and soul to play in front of Hamilton, in front of their family, and it just means saying, I'm sorry, you can't go. I think that's tough, but there's a a different way of meaning tough. So I don't think I'm tough. I think I'm realistic, um, but it's not about 
trying to be tough or trying to be easy on players. It's about how do we focus on your growth. Um, and that, that's probably my, my strength is um, seeing the potential in players and it's not about being tough on them. It's about how can we make you better each time. So I think that, that, that helps. Every coach, I'm sure, has been in a situation where they, they feel like they need to give their team a bit of a rack up. Do you ever feel like you would be able to, if you had to, yell at your team? I think you can give a team a rack up without yelling. It's all in, in the words and how you say it and when you say it. And usually um, our team's going quite well and I don't usually chuck something in the mixer, but every now and then I do when I think when I see something's not quite right or we're not mentally in the right space or we're not physically giving what we need or the purpose of our session isn't quite going the right way, then I'll I'll definitely say it. So it doesn't need to be out. It's just I don't think this is quite going right. And then um, the players usually come together and say, well, I think we need to deal with this or... You know what, what what's happening, and uh, so that I don't think a hard message needs to be out. I mean, given that answer, you're probably the wrong person to ask this too. But do you think you would be more willing to yell at male players than female players? Just, I mean, society tells us that you know we 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 treat as males, we treat women with respect, we don't raise our voices, we certainly don't, you know, use use physical contact. Uh, do you think you would find it easier to yell at a at a team of male players than female players? No, I don't, I don't think there's any reason to yell. I think if there's respect um, and, and everyone's um, really engaged in the culture and the purpose of what you, you're training and if there's anything said that needs to be right, they'll be, they'll be listening really carefully. So it doesn't matter whether you're a female or male. Um, I don't think there's any reason to yell. As, you know, you can be really straight up and honest with people without yelling and telling they're not doing something quite right or there's something they can do better. Um, I think it just comes down to that same thing, respect and trust. Mm. I'm sure you've, you've, you've maybe seen some of, the, uh, some of the comments that have come out after um, the reviews into New Zealand hockey, the, the football one that was had as well, um, around how some people's view was, look, these players, these players just need to toughen up. They don't like it when they're, when they're told stuff that they don't like to hear. And particularly, I guess, a younger generation who are, you know, who are perhaps cut from a slightly different cloth than than myself, for example, a guy in my late forties. Do do you see that that uh, that there is any need to for for some of these players just to have to toughen up a little bit, or is that just a myth? No, I think it's a it's a like art of coaching. You need to know your players and where they come from and their background and where they're from, and then I think you can slowly, you know, build plays into how you approach it and it's an, on an individual then the collective so uh, the art of coaching is knowing your players and how you deal with them I, 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 I'm not in that the football um, or hockey environment I've got no idea what's going on in there so I've probably got no reason to comment but a big, like I said it's art of coaching knowing your players and how to approach them and how to communicate with them but knowing them more than just what they are on the field is really important do you think you'll go back to coaching men, or are you you're quite happy doing what you're doing at the moment? I just love coaching. My, you know, my, um, you know, my what I always strive on doing is looking for potential and bringing that of people, whether it's a female or male, it doesn't make any um, any difference to me. I'll I'll find a way to do it. I'll find the people to do it, and um, and find the right way to do it. So, yeah, I don't think it makes much difference. I enjoy. I love coaching women and. And I think, you know, the same thing with men. They have their different challenges, but you, you always find a way. So what's, um, what's up next for the Black Fern Sevens? What's, uh, what's the next couple of, uh, of big tournaments for you guys? 
so we've got a bit of a not a break. We've got a big. It's almost like bigger than our our preseason. So we've got nine weeks. We've had a couple of those weeks this week. We've got a rejuvenation week where the players can go and train where they want, uh, reconnect with families as long as they do their training. It doesn't need to be with us. They probably sick and tired of our faces and our voices. So it's important they they get away. Then next week we've got a couple of weeks. We've got a um, a tournament in Pukekohe. We've got China and some of the Pacifica teams that we can play against and get some game time and then another couple of weeks before we um, go to Japan. But before we go to Japan, we've got another rejuvenation week where we can get away from each other and, and really energise the mind and come back um, more motivated and ready to go to Japan. Japan's our next tournament we really want to um, really hit really well. You guys, I mean, you guys have had such incredible success, Alan. Is it is it uh, is it difficult to keep the standards high, or, or is that not difficult for this for this bunch of players and and you and your coaching staff? Uh, we've got amazing coaching staff um, and the players. We've got so much talent here in New Zealand. Um, not, for, for us, it's, we are doing well, but we feel like we can be so much better, and we're not focused on the winning. That's not our. Our total focus, our focus is on how much better we can get. So we're still floating around 75-80% of our potential. So the you know, the last 20% or last 25% is the hardest to get. You've got to be really critical around the areas you focus on and be consistent and, and focus on those areas. But don't forget about the the things that are giving you success and, and, and your strength. So maintaining that and making sure you don't lose that, but then really focusing on that, that little bit of edge you can get that's going to take a bit of time and hopefully uh, in a couple of years' time, or a year and a bit, um, by the time we get to Olympics, we we're at that finish line, which is the starting line, and everything this is all about. And we can go to bed and and sleep comfortable, knowing that we've done everything we can, and that's the you know the place where we're striving to be. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on the success that you and the team have had recently, uh, Alan, and, and thank you for joining us today to give us some insight into uh, into what's worked for you. It's been uh, been really interesting. Yes, thank you.